Broadcasting from the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Shabby, the man who's very glad to finally meet Beckham Colburn. Congratulations, Baxter. And now, here's the dad himself, your host, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. And a very special thank you to you, Game Master Shabby. Yes, as, as you mentioned, Beckham has finally arrived. Baby C, as many people were saying, it was a long-awaited wait, but on November 15th, he did finally arrive. We didn't announce anything during our Thanksgiving episode because we were, of course, recovering from all the craziness, and uh, we just wanted to finally make sure that everything was good to go. But he is, Beckham is, is happy, he's healthy, and mom is doing well, of course, as well. Our executive director, Liz, and uh, I am a little tired, but uh, thrilled to be back, of course, Game Master Shabby. We've got a great show in store for you. It's a best of What's the Score this week. We're still decided to give all of our wonderful staff the week off because of the Thanksgiving holidays. Black Friday shopping, of course. Did you do any Black Friday shopping, Game Master? I did not this year. Not it's this a, year? I'm really not a fan, frankly. I, uh, I'm more of a Cyber Monday kind of guy. Oh, so I don't okay. have to fight through the sure. crowds that way. Sure, sure. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't do a whole lot myself either. But uh, if you, are, of course, are still shopping for that deal that involves being on a sports news quiz, we encourage <laughs> you to go check out our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, or visit our social media pages and sign up to play one of our awesome games. You can also find the show on demand on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and on our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com. Speaking of Thanksgiving, Bing, Game Master Shiby, did you have a good Thanksgiving time I with your did. Family? I enjoyed it quite a bit. My mom made some uh, homemade pumpkin pie, Ooh. which is always good. So, yeah. Well, we know, though, from your, from mom, we, I joked about it with your birthday, that was, you know, from Mama Shivey's cooking when you got food poisoning, so hopefully the same <laughs> thing didn't occur, though, with the no, pumpkin No, no, not this time. Good, okay. That's, I was a little worried about that, so I'm glad that uh, you were in, in good health. Uh, the Colburns, we didn't do a whole lot either. We kind of just stayed at home. I played in a, a football game with some friends on Thursday morning, of course, which was a lot of fun, but just took a, took a family rest day, of course. Watched some Netflix and just kind of hung out, and, you know, Beckham was very rowdy, of course, at, you know, nine days old at of that point. Course, so we had to keep him under wraps as well. But uh, we've got a great show in store for you today. As we mentioned, it is a best of show. And Game Master Shabby, I felt that it was very appropriate since you are the man that opens the show that you be the first segments that we go through, of course. You, you've you got your two segments well, that you do. I'm honored. Well, Thank you, you Bex. Yes, it's all about it's the best of Game Master Shabby. No, it's not fully. But <laughs> our first segment is dedicated to you, Game Master Shabby, because you do your unique openings every single week. How do you, how do you come up with those openings? every time? Um, well, I spend all week thinking about them, not coming up with anything, and then five minutes before the show, it finally hits me. You're always pacing back and forth <laughs> in the studio like, Josh, we're ready. Just hold on a second, guys. I'm not quite ready. Oh, you know I'm always ready to go when we need to go. That is true. That is true. It always comes through at the very end. So we put together a couple of our very favorites of Game Master Shibe's openings, so take a listen. I'm your Game Master, Josh Shibe, the man who sees that it's clearly a rebuilding year for the Electoral College. The man who believes that the scariest thing about October 2016 may be that the Minnesota Vikings are somehow now 5-0. and The man who once tried trick-or-treating at Roger Goodell's house. Unfortunately, Goodell wasn't participating. He'd purchased airheads, and they'd somehow all deflated by the time he was supposed to give them out. The man who used to hate math up until he discovered that decimals have a point. Oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I was okay at geometry, but I'm a bit out of shape now. <laughs> The man who wouldn't be all that angry at his brother if he showed up on The Bachelorette? No, really, I, I'd just be confused because I don't have a brother. <laughs> so Game Master Shibe, of course, as you can see, you definitely are v- very 
variety filled when it comes to your openings. You know, very punny, of course, very exciting. But uh, you know, we we always like to mess with you, of course, too. As you, you, I try not to laugh when you're come when you're delivering these at the beginning of the show. Is that your sole purpose? Oh, that, trying that's to make pretty me much. Laugh? That's how I know it's a good intro. Is when you're laughing and trying. It has to nothing to do cover with your the listeners. Mic. No, no, nothing. Okay, because <laughs> yeah, I usually try to tell the producers, I'm like, look, keep me muted until he introduces me, because during that first bit, I'm like right by my microphone reading the script, and then I'm like, oh gosh, what's he gonna say? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and then it just gets weird. But uh, we are curious to know your thoughts as the listener of the five intros that we played for you. Which one is your favorite? If you head over to our Facebook page, uh, What's the Score of the Sports News Quiz on Facebook, you can actually vote uh, for your favorite intro that we posted from Game Master Show. I mean, if you've got a different one that you like, of course, please comment in the section below. Uh, I, I'm curious, you know, Josh, you're going to obviously have to think about this, but I'm curious to know what your favorite intro of all time has been. You've done Ooh, quite a few of that's them. That's going to be a tough one. But I'm genuinely curious to know. You'll have to take a, a listen through the archives and, and I'll let do that. me know officially. Yeah. But uh, you're, you're, you've been involved from the beginning, of course, Josh, as you know, and uh, I always like to throw new things at you, right? Oh, Yes. And yes, uh, the most recent one would be the uh, Stump the Shibe segment. Which I think is a lot of fun. I mean, it's got oh, catchy it is. music. It you know? is. I- <laughs> Come on, not many people get their own theme music on That's the very true. I mean, you get Darth Vader and me, I guess. That's that's about if, it if, now. If, uh, <laughs> I don't even have my own theme music, if that makes you feel any that's better. That's very true. And I'm the host. <laughs> I don't well, even know, you know what my theme music would be, honestly. I have no idea. Maybe that would be a Twitter poll this week, at WTS Sports. Oh, what should Baxter's intro music be? Because Josh gets his own classy, <laughs> like, swanky feel music. But something shabby has been quite the adventure for you, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, I think the first day, it was just kind of sprung on me. I don't think you gave me any warning about it. I usually it. don't. Um, <laughs> you don't, usually. Uh, and, it, you know, ever since, it's become uh, one of my favorite parts of the show, actually. All right, well, we're going to head to a break now, but when we come back, we're going to have more for you from the best of What's the Score. So you're sitting at home probably right now thinking, hey, you know what, What's the Score sounds like a really fun show. I'm really enjoying my time listening. But you know what you're not doing? You're not signing up to be a contestant, and we want you to do that. Go to our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, and click on the contact form or fill out the contestant form on the front page of the website. Or go visit us on Facebook, What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz, or on Twitter, at WTSSportsQuiz, and click on one of the social media posts that have Be a Contestant. You could win a great prize. You get to talk to Game Master Shibe. You get to talk to me. You just get to have sports news quiz fun at the highest level. It seems like a pretty obvious thing, so why are you still listening? Go! Go do that right now! Go be a contestant on What's the Score! We need you! But seriously, though, thank you. I appreciate it. Hello and welcome back to the best of What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, and now here's the host of What's the Score? 
Baxter Coleman. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We are doing our best of show this week. Our, one of the few that we've done throughout the history of What's the Score. This is episode number 44, Game Master Shabby. We are going to reflect a little bit about What's the Score and the history of everything at the end of the show. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. We'll do our own personal reflections a little bit and highlight some of our, our personal favorite moments, of course, in What's the Show and What's the Score history, of course. What a show as it is. Uh, one thing, Game Master Shabby, we've been really fortunate uh, since our beginning back in December of 2015 to do two live shows. We've been yes. able to go to Crossway Church for a March Madness event. And uh, just back in October, we got to go to Major Goolsby's as well for a live event there. It was uh, a, a great time. We had a bunch of panelists as well. We had four you know, high-class, high-profile, A-list panelists, yeah, basically. Yeah, it, it was a great group of people there. It, it really was. And the, the atmosphere was fantastic, too. And that's definitely one thing that we try to do. Uh, as much as we can, obviously. We've got some exciting news that we're going to announce on next week's show. We've got a new sponsor. We maybe You probably saw it on Facebook, of course, but we'll fully introduce that sponsor next week, of course. And we have a live show coming up uh, at their establishment in the next couple of weeks as well. So we're excited about that. But uh, Game Master Shiby, that Major Goolsby's event, we need to talk about it. It was it was a lot of fun. I, it I was. did. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I mean, we had Armin Sarian, Kevin Holden, Chris Pappas, and Doug Russell on the panel. It doesn't get much better than that, does no it? No kidding. It was a great panel. It really was. We needed Lance Allen, but Lance Allen was busy doing TV, of course, so we couldn't get him there. But uh, I want to play you uh, a clip from one of the panel question rounds uh, while we were at Major Goolsby, just to kind of show you the atmosphere that we were that we were that we had the, this, the the funny chemistry, the jarring between these panelists. So take a listen. It was definitely one to never forget. All right, time now for our panelists to showcase their knowledge about this past week's sports news. Reverend Russell, we'll start with you yeah. first, sir. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is known for going the extra mile to recruit players, as many people know. This week, he, while he was at a high school game, what was he spotted doing? He was uh, crowning the, the homecoming queen. Yes, yes. That's right. one part of it. That, that, that is the follow-up to it. But what else was he seen doing during the actual game? During the game? During the actual high school game that he was at recruiting, he was seen working. What was he doing? Was he at the concession stand? He was not. I don't have this one. I, I would have said what you said. I don't, See, remember the I don't know how you want to go about this game, Master Shai, because he answered like the follow. It was, but he didn't. Uh, I'm going to say no on this one. Okay. Oh, it wasn't fair enough. During fair the enough. game. He was, wow. he was working the chain gang. Chain gang. Oh, he was really? going up I and down the sidelines working the chain gang. I didn't see that part. Going the extra mile to get that recruit, I guess. Very nice. I would have missed it. He loves doing that, sleeping over at their house. Don't give me the point. I'm glad you didn't give me the point because I'm a tough grader. So hey, it was not during the game. And that's that's fine. That's, you, but you're right. That's what I'm saying. And you did get the, the follow-up, though. He did announce the homecoming king and queen, of yes. course, at halftime, which everybody was like, oh, my gosh. But the, the real thing that we were looking for was the right. chain gang. It's all good. Either way, though, still a very Harbaugh thing to do. He could right. have ended up on a chain gang if he wasn't a f- coach. I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> this is there you go. Boom. <laughs> all right, Kevin. Next one's for you. Oh, Khakis. Cubs fans were not happy when a picture of Frank Kaminsky appeared with him wearing a jersey with who on the back? Steve Bartman. Yes, that is correct. Steve Bartman. Bring him back. That Twitter exchange was fantastic. Those two went back and forth. There was... Kaminsky tweeting the picture of the goat, and right. then and then the the uh, the Cubs came back and said, "Don't take losses so hard, or don't dwell on losses." And it's him having just lost to Duke in the championship <laughs> game. Yeah. Like, wow! That, the the crazy thing for me is that that's a guy from Illinois. He, right. he's, he's a, a white Sox. He's a Sox fan. He's a big Sox fan. So, so of course he hates the Cubs, right? Yeah. I, so Sox fans hate the Cubs. I'm trying to figure out who likes them then. 
<laughs> Who likes the Cubs? Yeah, the Cubs or the, the Sox. Sox. There's a couple Cubs fans here tonight. I've seen a couple of jerseys and people walking all right, around. All right, all right. Well, Northsiders like the Cubs. I guess it's, yeah. it's a small pocket, isn't it? If your name is Chad and you wear cargo shorts, you probably <laughs> like the Cubs. <laughs> President and the First Lady, I think, cargo. are Sox fans. Uh, that's, yes, oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. South that's Siders. right. South side, north side. I, if I you work it. for a living, you like the Sox. <laughs> what are you, Lee Elia? <laughs> well, there's a, everybody go and Google that. If, if you that. have a job, you like the socks. If your name is Chad or Buffy, you like the cats. <laughs> oh, if you drink old style. Oh, that's right. not true. You like if, you're, true. if your coffee has that's more true. than five names, five right. words. Yeah. Fair go. enough. All right, Armin, question over for you now. I'm ready. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, NFL star Patrick Peterson made a very unusual move while warming up for his game against the New York Jets by wearing what he on w- the field? He wore a T-Rex costume. He did, yeah, yes. He wore a T-Rex costume. An inflatable T-Rex suit. Inflatable. Some may have seen the, the T-Rex videos, you know, playing basketball and sure. jumping on hotel beds and having piddle fights and... There he is, this man making millions and millions of dollars warming up in an inflatable T-Rex suit. Do you know yeah, why he, lost, he did it? Lost why did he, he do lost that? the bucket challenge. Is oh, that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Wasn't the, the, the three quarterbacks and Patrick Peterson, They uh, at practice they designate one day where they have a bucket in the corner of the end zone. Sure. And whoever misses the worst has to wear something stupid. Well, he's used to catching the ball. He's not used to throwing the he, ball. But I it's guess. his choice to participate. That is true. you got to respect him. He went through his progressions, though. He did all of his warm-ups. He did, he did all of his moves. He, he did. He, he looked the, good. He had it the little T-Rex hands on, though. He had the whole <laughs> outfit. It was nice. It was good. <laughs> all right, Chris, the last one's for you. All right. The UFC world got some big news this week when what notable fighter said she'll return to the octagon at UFC 2017? Ronda Rousey. Yes, that is correct. Ronda, she's coming back. She hasn't been a part of it since she lost to Holly Holm, or Holly Holm's foot, as it were. But uh, now she gets the chance to fight against Amanda Nunez in the main event. But does anybody really think she's going to really return to her elite status? I I really have a hard time saying that Rousey's going to ever be as hot and popular as she was. You know, she's they said the, the same thing about me. That's true. And then Did you take a point to the Emmy. face? Right. After the Emmy. It's yeah. like, will he ever be able to repeat? Yeah, I think the jury's out on her. But, you know, she's the most, like, influential female athlete probably ever. So She has. Well, she's yeah. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. She's Serena Williams? Well, powerful. Not Rebecca Lobo? Who's going to pay yeah, per view? King. Who's going to pay per view to see Who's Serena or Billie Jean? But they're all going to pay to watch. <laughs> you th- so you think she's more influential than Billie Jean King? I don't know about influential, well, but we'll powerful. What with that take? five years. You powerful. heard it here first. Oh, Billie Jean King is nothing, apparently, according <laughs> to her. Well, like you said, Max, we had a great panel at that show. We you certainly guys, did. You were able to hear a little bit of that. It's always funny to hear the banter between Kevin Holden and, and, and Doug Russell. Oh, I mean, yeah. Obviously, we know that those guys have been lifelong friends, so... They they banter on a level higher than even you and I can, oh, we, can comprehend. We, we can barely get a, a word just, in edgewise sitting, they're there. They're throwing all these <laughs> random players and references out, and you and I are looking at each other across the room like, I don't know what they're talking about. Just <laughs> laughing and you know, like, oh, yeah, whatever you're saying. Great. <laughs> What are you saying? I don't know. Well, that was actually our, our second uh, live event. Our yeah. first was at Crossway Church in Germantown. And we had a chance there to uh, to play one of our favorite games here on the show, a mainstay on yes. the score, yep. called Quotable Context. Great show. And best part is, we had two people with the same name. Take a listen. So we're excited to get right into it and uh, meet our first contestants as well. Game Master Shybe, who are we being joined by this evening? We have Ben... And Ben. Oh, well, it's such a, na- a great name. Why not do it twice? Let's welcome Ben and Ben to the program. It's like Mike and Mike, but only better. <laughs> All right, Ben and Ben, welcome. So how are we going to distinguish between the two of you? Who's Ben and who's the other Ben? I'm awesome. 
You're Ben Awesome. Okay, and who, Ben, who are you? Loser. Above average. Ben, above average. Okay, sounds good. All right, well, gentlemen, you're going to be playing our first game called Quotable Context, in which Game Master Shaibi will read you five quotes from this last week's news, correctly identify the context of each quote, and you will win our prize, a What's the Score t-shirt. Now, in order to buzz in, you have to say your name, and since both of you have the same first name, which we apparently didn't plan for ahead of time, awesome. <laughs> you're going to go with awesome, and you're going to go with above average. Really do you want? Do you want to use a different word? Maybe no, that's pr- I speak really fast. Okay, above <laughs> average and then. So as soon as the question is done being said, S- stupid is still available. Above and without. <laughs> Are you gentlemen ready to play? Yes. Okay. Here awesome. is your first quote from Game Master Shivey. Hey Siri. Show me sadness in Cleveland. That was iPhone users this week figuring out that if you say those words to Siri, at what location will show up in Cleveland that represents sadness? Above average. Yes. Okay, above average. What was your answer? Uh, Johnny Manziel's house. Ooh. <laughs> no, that is incorrect. Uh, I think you should get bonus points. Can you <laughs> LeBron James? No, both of those are incorrect. No, it was the Cleveland Browns Stadium. Oh. If, you, if you tell an iPhone, if you say, hey, Siri, show me sadness in Cleveland, the address for the Brown Stadium shows up. I have to say, above average's answer was better than the answer that's <laughs> Exactly, yeah. It was like a half a point or something with that. All right, we still got plenty of time. Here's your next quote. I love that they carve their own path. That was what NBR, NBA star saying how he doesn't mind that his sons wear the jersey numbers of Steph Curry and Wessel Rustbook and other guys in the NBA. Awesome. Yes, awesome. Michael Jordan. No, that is incorrect. Above average, Ben, can you, can you steal? Oh my He's a current player. Yeah, NBA is not my thing. Uh, <laughs> One of the rising stars. Oh, he's, he's already a star. He's already risen. Derrick Rose. No, Ooh. both of those are incorrect. It was LeBron James, uh, actually. I so. just said that two questions <laughs> <Well>. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong time, better question. No, it's all right. Okay, so we still got time here. Here is uh, your next quote, sir. I'd like to thank the Browns for the opportunity they gave me. All these Cleveland questions. Gosh, who wrote this show? Awesome. Right, you know who that was? I don't even need to do the follow-up question. What is it? Who is it? If you know who it is, awesome. Manziel. Yes, that is correct. Nicely done. Johnny Manziel officially being released from the Cleveland Browns this week. He is now a free agent, and every team is so excited they're not even going to bother signing him. So we're excited to see. Maybe the Vikings or something. They've got Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if they need that. All right, here is your next quote. They pass too much. Send them my way, and I'll fix that. That was what NBA player that's retiring at the end of the year who is known for not passing the ball a lot, talking about LeBron James, very talented children. Awesome. Yes, awesome. Kobe. Yes, Kobe Bryant, the man. Kobe Bryant saying that his kids, that uh, LeBron James kids pass too much, which kind of helps, but that's a very Kobe thing to say. Only in the playoffs. Exactly, only in the playoffs. All right, here is your final quote. Jay Cutler. (laughs) <laughs> you lose, sorry No, you automatically are disqualified Here's your last one I'm putting Kansas in here That was President Obama telling ESPN That he is picking Kansas to win what major event this awesome. year? Awesome uh, <laughs> That's awesome the, uh, March Madness Yes, March Madness <laughs> The Stanley Cup is the right answer No, yes, March FIFA. Madness uh, Game Master Shivey, who is the winner out of our Ben v. Ben battle? That would be Ben Awesome with three points. Nicely done, Ben. Congratulations. Let's hear it for Ben, everybody. Nicely done. I thought he was going to turn into a giant there. Fee, five, full, thumb. No, I was expecting the same thing. Not going to lie. 
mean, he's a Cubs fan, so they could use something like that. All right, thank you guys for playing. We appreciate it. Well, our live events are certainly something that keep us on our toes, whether it's our contestants or our panelists, Game Master Shibe. There's, there's never a dull moment on What's the Score. If you are interested in helping us bring a What's the Score live event to you, uh, we encourage you to go either to our website, uh, wtssportsquiz.com, and fill out the contact form, or shoot us an email, wtssportsquiz at gmail.com, and uh, let us know if you'd like us to come on out. One of our wonderful staff members will reach out to you uh, about uh, organizing a live event. Well, we'll be right back. We're going to head to another break, but when we come back, you'll be able to hear more of the best of What's the Score. Don't go away. What's the score? We'd like to take this time to thank one of our partners, Vavil USA, the international online sports newspaper, for their support. Head over to vavil.com slash en-us today as they provide professional reporting on all major sports in the USA. Follow them on Twitter at vavil underscore USA and go like their Facebook page for prime access to the ultimate source for sports coverage on the web. We here at What's the Score are proud to partner with a terrific organization like Vavil USA. Well, hey, everybody, this is Baxter. I just want to take a quick minute to point something out. We've been on the air for almost a year. It's amazing how long this show has actually been going on with all the other stuff that we have going on in our lives. But Game Master Shabby and I have worked really hard, and we are thrilled to continue to be on the air. But there's one thing that we haven't done a lot of so far. We haven't done a lot of live shows. So if you're sitting at home right now thinking to yourself, you know, I really would like a great sports news trivia quiz show to come and do a live event at my church, at my fair, at my restaurant, at whatever, why not contact us? We'd love to come out and do it. Send us an email, wtssportsquiz at gmail.com, or visit the contact form on our website, wtssportsquiz.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out if we can't come and do some crazy sports news trivia fun with you. All right, enough of this. Let's get back to the action. Game Master Shivey, take it away. Hello, and thanks for listening to the best of What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. We're here at the Attention Era Media Studios, and here's your host, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We've had a great show so far. It is the best of What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Quick reminder for you, of course, you can find our show every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time on iTunes, on Spreaker.com, on iHeartRadio, on Stitcher. On our website, WTS Sports Quiz, on Vavil USA, there's numerous places for you to check out what's the score. And it's never never a dull moment, of course, on the show, as we've mentioned, Game Master Shibe. Uh, speaking of dull moments, we have had our fair share of, of bloopers. <laughs> no best of show, I feel like, is ever complete without a good set of bloopers. Wouldn't you agree? No, it's very true. There are never any dull moments here, but there are occasionally moments when we're dull. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. And sometimes it's not our fault, though. Sometimes That's it's true. the equipment. Sometimes it's a caller. Sometimes, sometimes we think it's the equipment. Yes. So we've decided to put together a couple of, of bloopers, whether it's things that we've done personally that obviously didn't make it onto the air because we want to sound as professional as possible, uh, or th- some things that our, our, our guests or our contestants have done 
uh, or our panelists uh, as well, too. So you take a listen at some of the best bloopers slash funny moments uh, and what's the score uh, over the past couple of episodes. Right. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for listening to My Mic's Not On, I don't think. Sure it is. I'm not hearing it's anything. On. It's on. Oh, there we go. There he okay. is. I was hoping to rebrand the show at some point. <laughs> My Mic's Not On. Do you guys have a blooper reel? Yes, that is correct. Game Master Michael, how did Tony do on our game? Tony got three out of five correct. He is a winner. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) My addition skills are off. (laughs) You said you graduated from college, right? Uh, (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Well, Michael, uh, it's okay, Michael. We appreciate it. Tony, (laughs) thank you for playing. I don't even know what's going on. But give it to him. Give it to him. Jimmy Jimmy is a winner. Oh, that's right. Auditioning out an assist. So he got Well done, Jimmy. Well done. Gave out that hint. Yes, Grant? Nothing? I, you did a little peace thing like you had something to say. What? No, I, I, was, I wasn't even looking at you. You come into my studio, you give me the fingers like you want to talk, <laughs> and you don't even have nothing to say. No, I wasn't, I wasn't What's the matter, at- you, Grant? Anyway, let's go to a break. I can't deal with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Game Master Shabby, no matter what we do, things never fully go as planned. <laughs> I basically accepted that after now 44 episodes of What's the Score. There is no way that we can fully predict what's going to happen because technology number one never likes us. It's it's a fickle thing. It's a beautiful thing when it works, but Very true. let's be honest, it never fully works most of the time. There was there's even at our major Goolsby's uh, show where we were <laughs> setting up for a lot of different things. The opening part of the show, the song is playing, the mics are on, and our contestant mic falls and hits the ground, and it's like <laughs> this is what's the. <laughs> You're know, like, oh, what, what is going hey, on? Great start to the show. And I'm just like, I look back and I'm like, oh, this is how it's going to go, isn't it? But thankfully, that's not how it happened. But it's moments like that. You just, you have to laugh, don't you? I mean, oh, yeah. Because if you really let it affect you, I mean, it's not going to do you or the show any good, I feel right. like, right? Right, absolutely. It's the same thing with uh, when you're performing on stage like I yeah. do. You just train to, okay, well, if things go wrong, adapt. Exactly. What's one of the weirdest things that's ever happened to you while you've been on stage? Ooh. I'm sure you've had, you've been in enough productions now. Well, I feel like there's got to be a couple that just I, stick out to I you. I think the worst thing would actually have to be something that happened to me when I was in eighth grade. Hey, that far back? That far back. You're out uh, of college now, Game Master Shy. I know. How do you remember? I, okay, well, this been, must be been, either traumatic. Well, no. It's just that I've been very fortunate that I've been... I have not been in shows that have had, you know, stages falling over and things oh, like that. Oh, okay. Uh, eighth grade, however, mm. <laughs> um, there was a, a there was a section of the show that was supposed to be like this uh, this fashion show, and so the seventh okay. and eighth grade classes were supposed to be doing a, a fashion catwalk, catwalk kind type of thing. Of thing. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, and at one point, we were supposed to. Uh, there were several of us who were supposed to put on robes, you okay. know, for Moses' robe. Um, and somebody had left his robe uh, just under the wheel of the stage. It was one of those kind of dividers that you put between oh, sure. yep. between rooms, classrooms, uh, and that was our our backdrop. Ah. And somebody left the robe underneath the wheel. So when he pulled the robe out from underneath the wheel, that part of the stage started collapsing. <gasps> backwards, <laughs> backwards, and starting to fall oh, potentially no. onto the students behind it. <laughs> 
Was anybody uh, injured? No, no one was injured oh, because I was goodness. I was on the other side. Okay. And I grabbed the that wow. end. Wow. I grabbed that end. And of course, I'm standing there grabbing this thing and everybody else on stage is looking at me like, "What are you doing? The stage is falling, guys. Grab the other end, please." Josh, would you so, get back in line? So, right. Exactly. So the 7th grade teacher then came running uh, out from the the audience, <laughs> grabbed the other end and pulled it up. Now, of course, I still had to put on my robe. Yeah. And this was all happening within the span of about, oh, 15 seconds. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, so I threw my robe on and I only got it halfway on. Uh, but, of course, everybody in the audience knew what was happening. Of course. Um, so I went up and I I did my little thing with Moses' robe and looked down at myself, looked up at the audience and shrugged. And everybody loved it. There you go. They lost you it. You killed so, it. You know, it was, ah, this guy is hilarious. <laughs> and I was forever cursed to want laughter. So, you know, that's uh, that's how it goes. Huh. Yeah, I, I can't say I've ever had too many crazy things happen in my broadcasting career. Thank <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But uh, it's it's funny, though, how the, the world of broadcasting and acting, of course, are, are very similar, I feel like, in a lot of things. So uh, kind of funny to, to see how different things occur the way they do. Speaking of things that occur the way they do, one of the things that we do on the show is is a very fun segment. I, it's always at the end of the show, and I always ask you, Game Master Shabby, what time is it? It's time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown! And then, of course, there's a flyover in fireworks and in the studio, and it's great. We have, we have a great time with it. But it's radio, <laughs> so no one can see that. They're like, what's going on? It sounds fun! But um, uh, it was it was a while back that we finally settled the age old debate of who was the who so far is the all time best panelist on what's the score because if you look at our panelist leaderboard currently Dan Pfeiffer and Ian Demars are both tied with twenty six points so mm-hmm. they they continue to go back and forth we need to get them on the show again but we had them on the show. Uh, back in September, on our 34th episode, uh, it was our back-to-school show. We had Dan Pfeiffer, Ian DeMars, and Caleb Pearson on our panel to settle the the debate of who was the best panelist. Was it Dan Pfeiffer or Ian DeMars? And it was a surprise turn of events, it I was. feel like. And I know even you as a scorekeeper, you were looking it at me. It was a very close game. It really was. Yeah. So we felt that we needed to share with you uh, that very close Name 5 uh, panelist showdown matchup. So take a listen and uh, let us know your thoughts if the right person actually won. It's time for the best part of the show. Game Master Shabby, what time is it? It's time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown! Our panelists will be given four topics in which they will have ten seconds to name five people, teams, places, or things related to the sports world. Each panelist will have the same category. However, they cannot repeat answers. One point is awarded for each correct answer. Okay, Master Shibe, can you give us the scores, please? I can. Ian and Caleb are tied with two points, and Dan is in the lead with four. Oh, all right. So, Caleb, we will be starting with you first. You will have ten seconds to name five... Current pro golfers, male or female. Ten seconds and begin. Jason Day, Rory McIlroy, Henrik Stenson, Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson. There you go. He got all five. Nicely done. Nicely done. Ian, over to you. Ten seconds. Current pro golfers, male or female. And begin. Brooks Kepka, Zach Johnson, uh, Richie Fowler, Tiger Woods, and... Uh, 
Ooh, all right. He got four. He got four. I guess Tiger is technically still a still a still a pro, still current. He's just taking a lot of time off, I guess. Fun fact: uh, the odds of him winning the Masters for not having played golf for like two years, he's like fifty to one what? to win next year. <laughs> How is that even possible? All right, Dan, over to you. Ten seconds and begin. All right, Michelle Wee, Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, John Daly's on the Senior Tour now, and there's a female golfer named Co. I can't remember her first name. Is that good enough? It's up to you, Game Master Shabby. I'll give it to him. Okay, he'll give it yeah. to him. He will get five on that one. Nicely done. All right, Ian, over to you now. Ten seconds to be naming five current NFL kickers. Ten seconds and begin. Sebastian Janikowski, Mason Crosby, uh, Blair Walsh, uh, Roberto Aguayo, and... Uh, uh, Matt Prater. There you go. He got all five. Nicely done, Ian. All right, Dan, over to you. Ten seconds and begin. Oh, this is going to be tough. Robbie Gould. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, Stephen Hauschka. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ooh, only two for Dan. That could be pivotal. All right, Caleb, over to you. Ten seconds and begin. Josh Brown, is he still the kicker for Seattle? No. Okay. That's Hauschka. Uh, Gostowski, yep. is that the Philadelphia He's a thing. kicker? David Akers, he's still playing? He's not. Okay. So he got one. I know Josh Brown is technically still in the league. He did not play for the Seahawks. That's up to you, Game Master Chibi, if you want to give him that point, though. Uh, I think he, since he was a kicker and he said the name, okay. I'm going to give it to so him. So we'll give it to him. All right, that's two points then for Caleb. All right, over to you, Dan. Ten seconds. We are naming ten or ten, five current tennis pros, male or female. Ten seconds and begin. Serena Williams, Venus Williams, uh, Andy Roddick, uh, Roger Federer, and uh, Rafa Nadal. There you go. He got all five. Well done, and in plenty of time as well, too. All right, Caleb, over to you. Ten seconds, and begin. Uh, Juan Del Potro, Novak Djokovic, Ana Ivanovic, uh, Isner, and David Ferrer. Wow, he got all five. We may have a close one down the stretch here. All right, Ian, 10 seconds and begin. Uh, Andy Murray, Sloan Stevens. Um, uh, I believe her last name's Fish for the U.S. I can't remember exactly. Um, we'll uh, have someone check on that one. Okay. Can we get, a, can we get a, a check on if Fish is a tennis player, please? Let's go Fish. Let's go Fish. I know there's a male one, I'm Let's pretty sure, go too. go Fish. But. Something like that. We are... <laughs> Are we we're waiting for official official word on that one? Taking a moment. So Game Master Shabby, how official, are you? Official, really? The official. Oh, wow. You're welcome. Uh, we're going to say we have no. Marty Fish, or Marty Fish. He did say fish, so yes, then. So is that up yep. to you then? So we're good. We're going to take it. to him. Okay, we we'll take three. it to him. All right. Sorry, a little bit of deliberation there on that one. Just had to talk amongst ourselves, obviously. <laughs> All right, Game Master Shabby, what are our scores going into the final round? Caleb and Ian are tied at 14, and Dan is in the lead with 16. Mm-hmm. How interesting. We are right back to where we started. All right. <laughs> what did we spend the last few hours doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing, apparently. All right. Uh, we flipped a coin, and Ian will be going first. Ian, uh, you will have 10 seconds to name as many of uh, AFC North current players. AFC North current players, Bengals, Browns, Steelers, Ravens. 10 seconds, as many of, and begin. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, Andy Dalton, AJ McCarron, uh, Jeremy Hill, uh, Giovanni Bernard, AJ Green. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe Flacco. Okay, he got seven. seven total. All right, over to you, Caleb. 10 seconds. 
and begin. Steve Smith Sr. Yep. Tyrod Taylor. Oh, yeah. Um, Sean, LaShawn McCoy. Yep. Um, oh, no. Uh, oh, no. I'm sorry. You're think- I've got- I'm thinking of the wrong ones. Yep, you're right. LaShawn McCoy and Tyrod Taylor both play for the Bills. Yep, so yes, only yes. one for Caleb on that one. Can you run through the teams one more time? Bengals, Browns, Steelers, Ravens. AFC North. At least that's what Google told me. That's who's the- mm-hmm. in the AFC North. All right. Well, what is Dan looking at? Uh, let's see. Dan needs five to tie and one to win. Six to win? Six to win. Excuse me. Like, wow, why more, bother tying then if you just need one? <laughs> one more to win. Excuse all right. Oh. So Here we go. Ten seconds, Dan. This is for all the marbles. And begin. Hopefully I don't name any that have already been named. Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. Um, Said. Uh, let's see here. Uh... Uh, this is not going to go well. Yeah. Wow, he only got one. Game Master Chevy, what are the final scores? The final scores are Caleb in third with 15, Dan in second with 17, and Ian's the winner with 21 wow. points. It has been such a long time coming, and now we finally know an absolutely epic battle. My goodness. All right, well, that's it for Name 5 for this week, but when we come back, we'll have a little more for you on the best of What's the Score. Hey guys, this is Baxter. I want to take a quick minute to let you know that we've changed a couple of things here at What's the Score. The show will no longer be broadcast live on Sunday afternoon or evenings anymore. Instead, you can find the show every Monday morning on demand right at your fingertips at 8 a.m. Central Time. Go and download it on iTunes, visit us on Spreaker.com, or go to our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, to get the most recent show and past shows as well the best way to keep in touch with everything that What's the Score is doing. So once again, no more live shows, but go and download it. iTunes, Spreaker.com, and What's the Score? WTSSportsQuiz.com. James Corsmo of TitletownSoundOff.com here with the man they call Bobbo. Howdy. And we want to tell you a bit about our podcast, Titletown Sound. We're fans of the Green Bay Packers, as I'm sure many of you are. And we know there are plenty of opinions out there, but we think we give you some unique takes that vary between the level-headed and sensible, all the way to the entertainingly absurd. That's our specialty, the entertainingly absurd. Sure is. We've got other hosts to talk sensible-like. So the website is Titletown Sound Off, and the podcast is Titletown Sound? That's right. So the podcast just leaves off the off? Yes. So fans of the Packers should go in to TitletownSoundOff.com to get into the podcast. Exactly. That's a lot of prepositions. Sure is, James. It sure is. Now back to two of my favorite prepositions on the interwebs, Baxter and Josh. Those are nouns. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome back to the best of What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your Game Master, Josh Scheibe, and here once again is the host of What's the Score? Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We have had a terrific show. Very exciting. Best of What's the Score edition for you. Number 44. Seems like just yesterday, Game Master Scheibe, you were here sitting 
in my living room creating What's the Score. And now we are here in the beautiful Attention Era Media Studios, and things continue to go up and up for the show, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Well, one thing uh, we wanted to, to highlight before we get to uh, a new thing we're going to do going on the show going forward is, is look back at uh, one or two of the more memorable panel questions uh, segments that we've had recently. It, obviously, our panelists are our mainstay on the show, of course. But uh, it's fun to always see what they know about the sports world, but it's even more fun to see the reaction to kind of silly or crazy questions. And I know that uh, we played it in our last Best Of, but uh, the Doug Russell Pokemon question, I think, still <laughs> forever stands out in my head as, as one of the uh, the best reactions. What? I think. Yeah. He got a what? <laughs> a Pokeball. A what? <laughs> What does that even mean? It's <laughs> like, okay, Doug. Okay, sorry about that. You, you learned. And that was Doug's first time on the show, too. So it was a learning curve for us, of course. But uh, we put together two of our favorite, uh, more recent uh, panel question segments. So take a listen to these and uh, let us know your thoughts. If you know the answers to some of these questions that our panelists may or may not have known. Armin, we'll go to you first. In typical Tim Tebow fashion, he divided all the odds again this week by doing what in his first professional baseball game? Uh, he hit a home run. He did. Opposite that is field. correct. Opposite field off a left-handed thrower. It was. Then he went over amazing. five. Then he went over five. That's the one stat line not many people uh, like, care, care like to dwell on. Be like, yeah. he hit his home run. Like, and he did horrible after that. Basically, <laughs> do you, is this? Is he actually going to do this for a long time? I mean, no. I, <laughs> No chance. No, I just I don't know what it would take. Like I was waiting for it, like you know, like the Mets to make the playoffs, the Mets to call him up because that star player gets hurt. Tim Tebow comes <laughs> in, he wins at Game Seven. The Mets win the World Series. But Tim Tebow just to get from where he is instructionally to the major leagues is a huge, long desert of a process. I don't even where does that even rank? Like I don't. It's know. the lowest. I mean, instructionally, yeah. the lowest of the low. It's the first. So then he has to go through three levels of. of uh, well, he'd have to go through rookie ball, Class A, then There's double A, yeah. and then triple A. But he, they'd never put him through all of that. They probably put him into double A because. Yeah. To sell tickets. His age and to sell tif- tickets, yeah. Oh. We'll see if they actually do or not. I'm curious if they actually bump Maybe he'll buy game. a bus for the team like Michael Jordan did. There, there you go. go. Yeah. you got to find <laughs> Then you get the to... guaranteed spot. I like yeah, that. Right. I like that. All right. All right, Dan, the next one's for you. Trying to gain an inside edge before their game this weekend, what did Bill's coach Rex Ryan do during a Patriots press call? He, uh... <laughs> How do we put this? He, he posed as a reporter named Walt Patolsky, who was the number one overall pick in the 1972 NFL draft, 73 NFL draft. Something like that, yeah. Uh, and asked Julian Edelman if he was going to play quarterback. Yes, yes, that is correct. All of that is 100% true. And I believe Edelman's response was something to the fact, I think he kind of chuckled because I think it threw him off. And he's like, ah, I'm just going to have to talk to Coach on that one and yeah. see. And I think Rex Ryan is like, oh, I will. I'll talk to Coach. And <laughs> as many folks that know that watch the Patriots game, that is not the case. Julian Edelman did not play quarterback. Today. No, Dan only gets one point there. Though, yes. Right? No, okay. he, doesn't, he doesn't get three <laughs> because he just dropped a different thing. Yeah. Right. It's not one of those things where you can build on your points. Right. I right. just want to make, make sure. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, Armin. Or Nick, I'm sorry. I already talked to you, Armin. Get out yeah, of here. Nick, out, question yeah. for you. Uh, Tiger Woods had something funny yet kind of odd take place before the Ryder Cup teed off this week. Well, what was that? Um, I'm going to guess he got booted from a photo. Yes, that oh. is correct. He was kicked out of a team photo. Uh, Woods is a vice captain. He said later that he forgot that he wasn't playing. I mean, how do you forget that you're not? Yeah, come on. 
I mean, everybody laughed it off, so at least it wasn't right. super awkward or anything. It was like, oh, get over I mean, there kind of thing. He hasn't but, played in years. Yeah, what is he, 700 and something in the, in the world now? 745 or something? And then he was found later that night at a Waffle House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Serving waffles. He yeah. wasn't even eating. He was just yeah. there. <laughs> I love it. No, I mean, it's interesting, too. I mean, we know Tiger Woods is making his comeback, too, and I know a lot of you guys are more golfy than I am, too, but is, is he ever going to get even close to the greatness he used to be? I, he doesn't intimidate the other golfers anymore. No. He doesn't have overwhelming strength. Yeah. <laughs> I, and confidence is shot. Right. So, Does he believe yeah. he can do it? Yeah. Probably not. And we know golf is a big mental game. That's one of the things. People, I've got to work on my mental game. How do you work on your mental game? It's hard it's, because you're, it's constant, right? I mean, is it just you against your brain? You're, you against your yep. mind, basically? Like, I can do this. No, you can't. Yes, I can. But there can always be that one, you know, that one bright flash of a moment where he could have a huge yeah. day. A, a and huge I'm sure if that does happen for Tiger the next tournament, he plays, people like, oh, he's back. Right, Tiger's yeah. back. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. making those, you know, whatever crazy highlight reel putts again. Or those it's great for the game when he's good, but. No. Man, exactly. Yeah. It's been a long time since he has been good. Pat, I'll some more questions for you. <laughs> Ken, we'll start with you. Uh, Jeremy Santucci was competing in a bike race in Milan this past week. Unfortunately, he crashed. But um, what did he do after he crashed in the race? Santucci? I mean, he probably went and got a glass of wine. Probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> give me a hint. He, uh, so obviously, you, you use something when you're in a bike race. And let's say he did not return it to his owner the way he found it. Or... Oh, he, he got. Uh, he kept uh, another dude's bike, his wheel. His uh, he kept the dude's. Um, he didn't return it the way he got it. So you get it. You got a full bike. Oh, he, he didn't return he, it the way he found. He, he got just it. gave back. He didn't give back the full bike. He hold on. Uh, You're getting closer. <laughs> he gave him the seat. He gave him the bike without the seat. No, he, that is incorrect. We'll he just, got, whoa, whoa, don't we'll be pressing you. that buzzer we'll, so fast. We'll cut you off there. No, he, uh, <laughs> he, he broke the bike in half. He was so mad that oh, he crashed. He cracked so he took the bike half. and he slammed it into the ground and shattered it in half. Shattered it? Shattered what it What bike is that? I mean, well, those bikes are like, you know, half an inch thick, basically. So it's like. So if I rode on it, it'd just like bend. Basically. Just, like, like, the <laughs> yes. But uh, yes, to make even matters worse, of course, he was also borrowing the bike from a friend. Oh. Well. Have you ever borrowed anything from a friend and shattered it or broken it and been like, sorry? Like Probably. I just tried to like erase that from my memory. I'm ah, sure. it's yeah. a very traumatic time for you. I, I understand. <laughs> Pretend I, that you did not borrow in the first place. Hey, can you give that back to me? Yeah. What are you talking He's about? Like, hey, I'd, I'd love to borrow that. that thing. What do you mean you don't We're have it? We're not even friends. Yeah. Here's a, here's a piece of it. <laughs> yeah. I found a, a spoke. There you, there you go. Good luck, sir. Good luck. All right, Matt. The next one's for you. Everyone wants to win, but one fan went so far as to do what during a recent Baltimore Orioles game to try to help his team out? Recent Baltimore Orioles game. That wasn't the. Uh, it was in Toronto where the guy threw the uh, the beer can. Yes. Yes. Was that? Is that, that okay? Is there yeah, it is. That's what All right. For, yep. Threw the beer can. Uh, uh, he has been since found and banned and all that other stuff. And Baltimore was like, yeah, or Toronto. I was at Toronto. Yes. I think is where. And they're like, yeah, oh, we're not going to sell beer cans anymore in the stadium. But we know Canada does things. <laughs> But next week, bat day. Yes, bat day. <laughs> Get your own metal bats. You can throw them into the stands and onto the field. But, yeah, a very interesting thing. I mean, I don't res- necessarily condone things like this. I think that's you shouldn't do that. Like, let the players play. If you catch the ball, they, there's enough weird things that happen with sports that he could have you know, missed the ball or his glove could have magically broken. But it's like, why are you throwing beer out of the stands? Like, Why are you wasting beer? Exactly. That's more important. 
right? Is it like Milwaukee's best, like some like really cheap hey, beer hey, or hey, like Keystone? Like it had to be Molson. Got I was just gonna say, right. dang it! <laughs> I should have jumped on it. Gotta just I got a Molson it. sign at home, even. Do you but, really? Yeah. I've never had Molson's. Like how much? How much? Either do it? I, but I'm like the number one rep for it. So You're like Molson's. <laughs> I'm just taking a safe bet on it that it's pretty good. <laughs> number one rep. You just walk around screaming Molson. Molson. We love Molson. I am French Canadian, so I mean, you know. Was this you? Were you at the Toronto game? Did you throw the? I know nothing of what you're talking about. <laughs> Anonymous source. Moving on. Well, Tim, we'll stay with you, actually. Right. Uh, question here for you. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Antonio Brown has been fined by the NFL after he decided to do what following a recent touchdown? I can only imagine. I can think of a hundred different things. Mm. Um, may I please have a hint? Yes. It is uh, all the rage of the nightclubs right now. If you know, There's a lot of songs that involve you doing a certain thing with the part of your body that <sighs> people are like, well, you can do that with that part of your body. Cool. Or not? Well, I'm going to tangent off here for a second, but Please. I've got a younger sister. So is it like a like a dance move or something like that? Or like a, I mean, yeah, it, <coughs> yes. The kids will say yes, it's a dance move. But it's as adults, you look at it you're like, why are you doing that? Like that's weird. Oh, man. It's been around for about a couple of years now. There's songs, rap songs about it. Like, oh, show me how you da 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 da. You know, things like that. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> I mean, there's like ten songs that I can think of off the top of my head. Like mm. that. Uh, I'm going to take. A wild guess here, just kind of shooting off in the left field. Uh, you said, show me how to something. I, I know. Well, I mean, anyway, yes. <laughs> are, are those specific <laughs> lyrics? It's, no, it's not a specific lyrics. I'm oh. saying like, so this is a specific dance move is what we are looking for. <sighs> you said a few years ago, but I'm going to go with something more recent. Uh, like Whip and Nene? No. no, no, unfortunately not. He was twerking. He was twerking, twerking. in the end zone. Twerking and hip thrusting, apparently. Oh, yes. Uh, he was brown for twerking a few weeks ago, and then he uh, just scored this last weekend. And he uh, he scored twice and did the, the two-pump rule, apparently, <laughs> yeah. uh, from, uh, from Key and Peele, as many folks will know. Just a quick little boom-boom. And NFL's like, nope, that's, that's far too much. Enough. No no hip thrusting, no fun, no knew anything. I almost said dabbing on him, but I feel like that would have been too obvious. That's like Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah right, like, exactly. He hasn't he never got fined last year for all the dabbing that he no, did. No. Did anybody else realize that since Cam Newton has not dabbed this year, the Panthers just continue to lose and just are not playing well? Yeah. Power well he pulled dab. out that new dance and it was I haven't uh, even seen the new dance. It like, was it's an it's an odd little dance. Is it? Yeah, it's, you know, it's is not the quite a twerk. Is the no, there is no, there is no hip thrust. Okay. <laughs> there is no thrusting of the hip, and that's part of the problem. He doesn't have the mobility he used to. Exactly. It's all the concussions, old. I guess. You know, right. it's, it's terrible. If he twerks too much, he'll break a hip. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so panel questions, of course, are a very big thing on the show. I mean, that's how they get their points for name five game, Master Shibe. And it's always funny, too, because they forget that they can ask for hints. Like, guys, we, we tell them that in panelist orientation. You can ask for a hint. I even tell them on the air. You can ask for a hint. And people who have been on the show before have forgotten. I love that. when that happens. <laughs> like, boy, I remember Ken Williams making a big stink about this. Like, we can ask for a hint. I'm like, Ken, where have you been? What the heck, man? Oh, my goodness. But it's it's funny to... To see what panelists retain on a weekly basis. They're busy people. We get that. <laughs> oh, they take time out of their busy lives to come and uh, and be a part of, of our show. Speaking of busy, Game Master Shibe, you were a rather busy man over the summer months. You were in a lot of shows. Yes, I was. And you know, I was fairly successful from what I remember. Is that correct? Yeah, everything I was in was uh, pretty well-reviewed and 
audiences really seem to enjoy it. So, now, yeah. Are you doing any more acting this 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 wintery time of the uh, year? At all? Not f- until uh, after the new year. Okay. I will be doing. Um, I'll be playing Buckingham in Richard the Third in Ooh, February. Okay. So that'll be yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't haven't done Shakespeare for a while here, so oh. very excited for that. Absolutely, I'm excited about that. Well, because of you being so heavily involved in the acting world, you took some time off from what's the score over uh, over the summer months. So we are introducing a what's the score trivia question that uh, you, the listeners, can uh, can be a part of. If you're not able to be a call-in contestant on our show, uh, we're going to be introducing a new segment that you, the listener, uh, can, can email us uh, your answer. So uh, our very first trivia question uh, for you this week will be, how many times has Game Master Shibe had a replacement for him? So there's been a, a substitute Game Ooh, good Master. Question. And of course, if you want to be creative with your response... Let us know who those people were that filled in for Game Master Shabby as well. We're not going to tell you how many times it was. I, I do. I think you know the number, don't you, Game Master Shabby? I think so. You've got, uh, you got the number floating in your head. Yeah. And, and of course, the people that, that filled in for you did a good job. They did a great job because it's your Game Master Shabby, of course. But <laughs> uh, you can submit your answer uh, by emailing us, wtsportsquiz at gmail.com. Uh, and the first person that gets the correct answer to us will uh, be contacted, and then you will win a uh, What's the Score prize from our from our prize uh, pool that we have. Well, Game Master Shabby, we've had a fantastic show so far. You know, Doing a best-of show is always great. It gives us the opportunity to look back at the history of What's the Score, you know, laugh at ourselves, but also enjoy the success mm-hmm. at the same time. But if I'm not mistaken, our producers are calling for one final break. That's right. Come back. Make sure you keep listening because we'll have more for you here on the best of What's the Score. Hey guys, this is Baxter Colburn. Just want to take a quick minute to remind all of you to go check us out on social media. You can go find us on Facebook by searching for What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz. And while you're on our Facebook page, why not invite some of your friends to come like our Facebook page as well? You can go and check out all the great recordings that we do, behind-the-scenes pictures. You can see the different videos we do with a lot of our panelists as well. And just get to know What's the Score a little bit better as well. Also, go check us out on Twitter, at WTS Sports Quiz, and at WTS Sports Quiz on Instagram as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the three most powerful things on the social media spectrum right now and what's the score is on all of them go and check us out today hello everyone thanks for listening to the best of what's the score the sports news quiz I'm your game master, Josh Ivey. We're here at the Attention Era Media Studios, and here is your host of What's the Score, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We've had a terrific show so far today, and I am just tickled pink that Christmas time is almost here, Game Master Chibi. Can you believe it? Oh, it's getting close. It really is. Uh, a reminder for you, of course, we've got some great Christmas shows coming up. Some new panelists are going to be joining the program as well. You're not going to want to miss it, but if you do want to be a contestant on the show, visit our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, uh, and fill out the uh, Become a Contestant form right there on the homepage. 
page, just push the big red button, and it will send you where you have to go to do that. I don't think it's red, but it's, it's a big button. Push yeah, it. You'll see it. When people tell you don't I push hope. the big button, we want you to push <laughs> the big button. That's how you become a contestant. So, uh, Game Master Shabby, as we wrap things up, I, I wanted to briefly uh, talk to you about the fact that What's the Score is almost a year old. Uh, we, we started at December 8th, 2015. Uh, oh, of course, has it been that long? It has. It's, it's, wow. And we, <laughs> we always joked about that, too, on the show because depending on the number, it's like, oh, my gosh, today's episode 22 <laughs> or today's episode 35. It's like, what the heck is going on? Or even those first ones, like, it's only show seven? It's like, what yeah. is – oh, wow. But we have had a lot of – a lot of – change a lot of excitement a lot of just experimentation i feel like oh yeah the show has 12 months the show has just grown tremendously since we first started this uh in ways that i don't think any of us could have really um anticipated i will say for me one thing that i'm a little sad about um is no longer being at the blc studios that was one thing that uh peter wilt of all people when we we made the transition to the attention air media studios which are beautiful. They're downtown Milwaukee. You can outlook the entire you know cityscape, which is gorgeous. Uh, for those that don't know, the BLC Studios is my home studio, which is it's it's homey. It's very homey, of course, and it's got a great you know kind of living room feel to it, where it's like oh, we're you know, just kind of getting a bunch of people together to talk sports and hang out. It's very and cozy. It is, and I think moving from this, those studios to the more not they're not corporate-y, but they're they're more professional studios. You know, downtown I think mm-hmm. was a was a big milestone for us because it proved that there was somebody out there that believed in what we were doing. And I think the Attention Era Media has done a fantastic job of supporting our show, you know, you know helping present the show, of course, and providing us with studio space and a, and a, and a, a name to back the show as a whole, I feel oh, like. Yeah, definitely. And I think the, the cool thing, too, is when you have panelists, new panelists, especially walk into the studios and they see the, the view, and that's always the first thing they say is like, wow, you guys have a fantastic setup. It's gorgeous down here. I mm-hmm. love being able to, to do the show, but also look out and see you know downtown Milwaukee, basically, while I do the show. So I, I definitely have been grateful for that, the new studio change. Uh, we've had over 40, I think 45 panelists, I think something crazy like that now come through the show. It's yeah. been, it's been a lot, but, we've had, um, all, we've had almost as many, if not more panelists than we have had shows. I, th- now, it's I think. a, it's a close, it's I don't close. know the official, close. I'd have to, I'd have to check the log officially, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been darn near close. I think we're either tied or we might have one or two more panelists than we have had shows, but Game Master Shabby, I'm curious from your thoughts, too, from where the show started to where we are now to where just everything has, from your eyes, because you see the show through a different lens than I see it, sure. of course, on a daily and weekly basis. But what have been your thoughts about where the show was and now where it is, I guess? Well, um, obviously, when this show started, um, it uh, it definitely felt like a labor of love. Yes. Know? And and it still is, obviously. But um, starting out, it didn't feel necessarily like there were as many returns on the investments that we were making. Yeah. Um, no. there, there was a lot. There was a lot of work that went into it uh, early on. And while that work continues, it's certainly gotten a lot easier. Because yes. now, now we know what we need to do to prepare for each week. We know um, what to do and how to do it. Uh, generally speaking, yes, I would agree with that. So I would say that I just I'm I'm really glad that we uh, 
we've figured out what we need to do um which which sounds funny i know but uh it's it's true we're, yeah. we're almost we're almost 50 shows in we're almost a year in and that's the that's the crazy part i think to think about is because we we're not going to hit 50 shows in 2016 which i was a little bummed about i was like we're gonna i think we're gonna actually be at 49 uh, in 2016, oh, so wow. well, 50. I think our 50th show will be our first one in 2017. I haven't officially. So that's a good it'll, marker too. It'll be a too. great way to yeah, yeah to ring in the new year, of course. But yeah, you talk about the labor of love, Josh. I mean, for me personally, there's been a lot of extra time put into the show. That you know, this is a dream come true for me to be able to to be able to produce a show and, and host a show like this. And having you, of course, be along has been been tremendous. Uh, I I can't say enough good things about the people that are involved, whether it's been the contestants or the panelists or all the people behind the scenes, all of our staff. I mean, you know, Tony Larson and Emily Heffler and Christian Gill have done a fantastic job with social media. Our producers, you know, Caleb Pearson and David Bobke have done a great job. Mm-hmm. Danny Hoffenstein with him composing our theme. And of course, my ever supportive wife, Liz Colburn, being our executive director. And your your father too, Jeff. You know, he's come to almost every show as well. My dad came to a bunch of shows. You know, we've had a lot of We've had some some coming and going of staff members throughout the time of the show, but the core message, the core goal of the show, has never changed, which I think is the important thing. Mm-hmm. I would agree because when you when you do a show like this, that has so many possibilities to just get a completely new face, a new brand, and I think we've done a good job of maintaining who we are. You know? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And you know, we have had quite a few staff changes yeah. um, in in the year that we've been around. But it's never felt like anything less than family here. Exactly. That's one thing I think that I feel like has always been such a, a, a driving thing for people to want to come back each and every week. At least that worked for the show. So Yes. We, we make it feel like family. We do things together as a staff outside of the show because we love who we are, you know, individually, mm-hmm. outside of actually working together, too. So... It's uh, it's been an incredible experience. Yeah, so and, far. and I'm very thankful to have had the experience because um, while I'm familiar with performing on stage mm-hmm. and on film, uh, this was really my first foray into any sort of uh, regular voice work, yeah. as it were. Um, and you can hear that if you listen to the first yeah. couple of episodes. <laughs> yep. I'm clearly still getting my bearings there. Um, uh, I'm still working on it. Don't worry. Myself <laughs> included. I, I'm still trying to figure it out. But I'm I'm very glad we've had the experience because I, I feel like I've uh, improved both um, as a broadcaster now and also just in my personal life in terms of trusting in my own my own voice, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, and and liking how I sound, yes, which was not always the case. Yes, yep, I, I would agree with that, and echo that same thought as well too. There's been many times personally where I've been like, I just don't know if I like the way I sound, but you hear the response from people, or you you get the tweets, or you get the Facebook messages, and people are like, I love what you're doing, keep up the good work, you know. I'm telling my my grandparents, my aunts, my cousins, whoever, my friend, my the guy at the post office about your show and you know keep up the good work and that it's it's moments like that that really help drive what we do you know I feel like so yeah. I I want to thank you of course for all the hard work you put into the show and all of our wonderful staff members as well that have have really made what's the score the the dream come true that it really is well thank you for the opportunity and for keeping me around for this what's the score has been a production of attention era media a very special thanks to our studio audience here at the attention era media studios 
Our social media producer is Tony Larson. Our social media staff is comprised of Emily Heffler and Christian Gill. Our theme was composed by Danny Hoffenstein. Our show producers were Caleb Pearson and David Baumke. And the executive director of What's the Score is Liz Colburn. I've been your game master, Josh Scheibe. And I've been your host, Baxter Colburn. Thanks so much for listening in. And we'll see you next time on What's the Score. What's the Score?